Matthew Sluk, again, maybe one of the best in the FCS. He is a winner in every sense of the word. He's that dude. Only Thanks for sticking with us during the break. You were listening to FCS Nation on the Palmetto Radio Network. We're back and we're better than ever. It's the Alex's Lemonade Stand Honorary Captain of the Week. Week 12 edition, joined by two men who I'm going to introduce right this very moment. First, a friend of the show, a recurring guest, Mr. Joe Fine, the Growth and Development Director at Northwestern Mutual Boston. Joe, second time. Appreciate you joining the show. Still happy to be back. And alongside him, highly touted, record breaker, the signal caller for the Holy Cross Crusaders, Mr. Matthew Saluka. Matt, your name at this point rings bells across the subdivision. Like I told Joe, I'm going to tell you, appreciate you for giving the show some time this week. Yeah, thank you for having me. Great opportunity. It's, a, it's an awesome initiative that we're doing. Use the word opportunity. I see it as that as well. Getting athletes at the forefront of this is something we're going to talk about. But you just having your name with this and the fight against childhood cancer, I think, is super Super important. Few stats here that I always throw out before we get rolling. Every day, over a thousand children worldwide are diagnosed with childhood cancer, yet, childhood cancer is consistently underfunded as compared to other types of cancer research. It is up to all of us, myself, Stone Labanowitz, you, Matt, and Mr. Joe, to put an end to that, right? Help fund research, find cures so that someday all of these children are cured. That's the ultimate goal. That, folks, is why we're here. Alex Eliminates and its foundation is changing the lives of children with cancer by funding impactful research, raising awareness, and supporting families and empowering everyone to help cure childhood cancer. Matt, you are one of many at this point. We've raised well over $7,000, and I think when your interview goes live, it's just going to skyrocket. I'm a huge fan of Holy Cross, and I hope you can get the most money donated, get everybody up there at Holy Cross to pitch in. But I always ask this, when you were first approached, whether it was from Joe or other members of the Northwestern Mutual teams, your feelings, your first thought, what was going through your head? Um, yeah, so I was first reached out by Joe. Um, I believe it was right after the BC game. And it was just an unbelievable experience. Um, you know, he reached out to me um, and everything that came with it, I was on board with. Um, it was just a, an amazing, you know, opportunity that he gave me and I had to take it and run. Um, you know, just to use my voice is a great, you know, great thing to do and, um, you know, use the platform to raise money and raise awareness. Using your voice is very key. I'm glad you brought that up this early. We will dive deeper into that in a second. But did you ever think you're a senior at this point? It's your last go around playing the sport at the collegiate level coming into college did you ever think you'd have a chance to make change in the childhood cancer realm it's a big deal yeah no definitely not um you know never really crossed my mind honestly but once i saw the opportunity from joe you know it was something i definitely was interested in um and so like i said just it's all great um you know i couldn't really turn this one down not at all just couldn't turn it down you hear that joe hey joe hopping on this one one thing we preach and follow in this initiative you guys at northwestern mutual and myself and kevin marshall here at fcs nation is having athletes at the forefront of this entire thing they're the voice they're the face two-part question here one why is that important to us having athletes at the forefront and two why is matt a good fit a good face for the cause absolutely stone and number one uh you've mentioned a couple times but awareness right and really we just need more people to know and understand what's going on where they can give how important it is how underfunded it is um childhood cancer the fight against it um and really uh matt has a, a pretty massive platform um just because of the amount of work that he's put in both as a student um and as an athlete uh and his ability to create more awareness around this um, is a really big deal for us. Uh, and I would say Matt specifically, one of the traits that has stood out when I talk to Matt, when I talk to people around him, 
uh, when I've talked to folks in the community, um, is the way people view his toughness. And I think anybody that watches him play on Saturday will know exactly what I'm talking about. He's a guy who plays through injury, who takes bumps. Um, we're going to talk about his rushing statistics and what he does on the field. But at the end of the day, what Matt, I think, inspires in people around him is that toughness. Um, and that's why he's such a great person to be partnered with. And we're really honored to have him um, partner with us and with FCS Nation, Alex's Lemonade Stand. Yeah, I think if you've never seen Matt play and you watch four quarters, toughness is what you take away when trying to describe the way he plays, the way he carries himself. Joe, I'm so glad you talked about what Matthew means to the community because personally, I think having athletes at the forefront is key because of what a player like Matt means to the community, whether it's young Crusader fans in the crowd each and every Saturday, each and every game day, or even high school recruits looking to go wear the purple proudly. They'll follow Matt's lead, whatever he says, whatever he does. And I know he's a good leader at that and will do as he says. Do you, have you at any point in the process of being a student athlete thought about your play and your character affecting the younger generation, Matt? Um, Yeah, absolutely. There's been times where whether it's a kid DMing me, um, you know, a kid at the game wearing my jersey or just walking around the community, seeing kids, you know, saying something that we often try and get involved in the community. You know, I've been to a lot of local elementary schools, you know, just tried to do my part, do my part. I, I see kids, you know, wearing my jersey and everything. And that's really, it was a blessing. The first time I saw that, um, it was an unbelievable experience. And so once I noticed that and noticed, you know, the, the power I had in the community, um, you know, it's just from there on, it's everything's looked at, everything you do, um, you know, on campus, off campus, uh, you know, you got to take it with great pride and great responsibility. Um, and so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, from my perspective, from an X's and O's perspective, everybody knows Matthew for one, what he did in the playoffs last year, two, being an All-American, all the statistics that he puts out there. But Joe, you talked about what he means to the community. What are some things you've heard? What are some experiences you've had with people who surround Matt, who know who he is, what he's about? What does Matthew Saluka mean to the community surrounding Holy Cross? Look, I mean, uh, Matt is the, the the face of the Holy Cross football program. Uh, and, you know, there's not every day uh, at any school that you have some of those. So some schools go decades without having a face of the program. Um, and that's the guy that everybody looks to. And his leadership, his work ethic, the way that he carries himself and the way that he makes the people around him better. Um, that's something that everybody notices. That's something people notice uh, locally, nationally, but definitely um, in the Holy Cross community. Yeah, I bring up leadership. I bring up what you mean to the community because of how much of a leader you are. And we talked about how evident it is. You're a team captain, team MVP last year, Walter Payton Award finalist, preseason All-American. That's first team. It's evident to me. It's probably something Joe already knows. Joe, the leadership, the traits you've picked up from Matt on the football field specifically that you like? Because you used to play the sport. What are some of those things? Yeah, look, it's. Um, I, I think the, the best part about leadership is um, it's one thing to be a great player. It's another thing to make everybody else around you better. Uh, and those are two different things. And it takes a really unique person to be able to create that. Um, and I think when you turn on the film and you watch on Saturdays and you see what Matt does, uh, of course, he's a great player. Uh, of course, he shows up and he makes big plays and big moments all the time. But then you see what happens to the people around him when they rise up and they make big plays. It's a team effort, and, and I think that's one of the things that stands out to me about Matt's leadership. Yeah, Matt, I'll give you the floor before we move on to some football stuff. We're here to put an end to childhood cancer. Talked about the thousands of families that are affected by this thing, and they're fighting. The children out there, they're fighting as well. What are some things you've learned from going to battle weekends on end that may help them keep pushing? I think, you know, the first thing is trust. Um, you know, trust what you just trust everything moving forward, you know, trust the doctors, you know, trust your family, trust the people around you. Um, you know, they always want they always have your best interest in mind. 
Um, and, you know, for me, it's, you know, trusting the coaches, trusting my family, trusting my other teammates. Um, so I think trust is number one and then being positive is number two. Um, you know, just going out there with a smile every day and always just, you know, uplifting everyone else around you is is definitely, um, you know, it's the role of a, a captain and role of a team. Trust and, you know, be positive. Those are really good ones. And I think there are so many parallels between sport and pretty much everything else in life. You talked about trust. You have to put all of your trust in your coaches that they present to you the best game plan. And children fighting cancer have to put their trust that their doctors have put together the same game plan. So I like that one. I think it's really applicable. Hey, Matt, let's talk some ball. You guys are six and four. That's the record you guys boast right now. Two of them, though, FBS opponents. And in those games, you guys have lost by a combined six points. From my perspective, it's not fun to watch. It's tough. Especially last week, you guys coming back against an army team, an army team playing in West Point, come back, even the scoreline, end up losing that game by only three. It's been an up and down season for you guys with a lot still on the horizon. Trust me, if you guys had to give it a grade, if Matthew Saluka had to give the Holy Cross Crusaders a grade for their performance this season, where are you going? A through F? Um, I'd probably give us like around a B. I'd say, you know, it's tough to compare to last year. Last year, you know, we went undefeated. So that's got to be an A at that point um so i think just you know realizing that we've been through a lot of injury um you know we're a really tough team and we will fight every game you know we're going to play a whole 60 minutes you know we'll never shy away from that every day we come out to practice ready to work ready to go um so overall just really proud of the guys um you know to overcome a lot of the things we've been through this season um so yeah i think just you know keeping the keeping those games close and uh, just giving it our all gives us a B. All right, man, this is a little bit giving his boys a B and yourself personally. Now, now hang with me, audience, hang with me, boys, as I go through the laundry list of accolades, statistics that Matthew Saluka has in his back pocket, eighth in the country in rushing yards. Yes, rushing yards. You heard that right. He plays quarterback, eighth in the country in rushing yards. When I was looking at that list earlier this week, prepping for our, our chit-chat guys, there are guys under you on that list who consider themselves bona fide running backs and you're the only quarterback on that list up that high top 10 in rushing yards per game a ridiculous feat you've thrown for over 1600 yards you've rushed for a thousand on the ground time to grade yourself a through f what you got um, i might keep it consistent with another b um back you know, to back b's yeah i think there's a i think there's a lot of i think there's improvement um you know to be made a couple you know a couple interceptions i've thrown a couple of fumbles that i could have you know could help me put me in that a category if those didn't happen but you know i think there's been a lot of good plays and a lot of success i've had um, and obviously, you know, being number eight in the country, which I didn't even know uh, for rushing year, um, you know, that's a pretty good, you know, pretty good number at that point. Um, so, yeah, I think the keep it consistent would it be the season's not even over and you've rushed for a thousand yards. I I'll tell you straight up, it's ridiculous uh, with one to go. One left on the schedule. You guys are bringing Georgetown into your guys's place. It's senior day. So big for you, I'd imagine, which we'll get to. But what's the goal for you guys as a team with one left in the chamber? Um, I think it's just, you know, it goes to our team like kind of chemistry and you're kind of you know what we've been doing all season just finish hard um you know give it everything we got play for those brothers around you um you know it's the last game realistically um that's scheduled for us and you know could be potentially our last game you know as a holy cross for my holy cross career um so at that point um you know just give everything i possibly have you know play for the person next to you trust what's happening and just enjoy it, you know, smile a little bit, you know, take that pressure off and just appreciate everything that's been done in the past and, uh, you know, get a win. Has the lead up to game day been a little different this week, knowing that it's senior day, knowing that some of the brothers that you've come to know and love, this may be the last hoorah for you guys. Does it pack a little extra punch? I think a little bit. 
um you know it was definitely you know one of the kids on our team wrote on his back plate cherish it um and so that was just one thing you know everyone you know else sees him running around and has cherish it on his back it just you know puts a little smile on your face and just reminds you you know what we're truly here for um at the end of the day you know football is going to end but that brotherhood will last forever um so you know just enjoying it with those guys and just you know giving everything we got one of your closest brothers, I'd imagine he shares the backfield with you, Jordan Fuller. Talk a little bit about him, what he means to you individually and what he means to the football team. Yeah, I mean, Jordan's a great person, you know, just number one. I mean, since he's been here his freshman year, I've been really close with Jordan um, and it's been great to see his development over the years. I think this year he's taken a, a huge step up um, in his game, but just as a person, he's unbelievable. I mean, everything he does is top notch, you know, great class everything he's runs hard puts every spends so much time with film does everything correct and every guy loves him on the team so it's just you know there's nothing bad to say about jordan um and everything i wish him the best of luck in the future and for those of you guys who don't know who jordan fuller is uh go find out who he is he looks like mr olympia he, he looks like he benches seven thousand pounds um for reps and sets of three so jordan fuller ridiculous another guy fifth year senior who'll be I can't say looking forward to senior day because it's a tough time, but we'll be involved in senior day. And I'd imagine he'd have the same answer as you. It does pack a, a little bit extra of a punch. Mr. Jacob Dobbs, he leads you guys on defense. Same question for him. What does he mean to you personally and the Holy Cross football team? Um, Yeah, Dobbs means a lot to me. Um, You know, that's an older brother. That's a mentor. He came here before me. He kind of showed me the ropes. He took me under his wing. Um, from the moment I got here on my visit, I was partnered up with Dobbs. Um, you know, so it was just really from day one, he's been there for me. Every single, if I ever have a problem in my life, you know, the first person I'm going to is Dobbs. Uh, he's just, in every way, he's a great person. He does everything correct just as well. I mean, from the academics to football to going back to the community, there's just everything that, you know, Dobbs does is is perfect at the end of the day. Um, and so, yeah, Dobbs means a lot. He's He's... You know, he's had a big impact in my life, and I'm forever grateful for him. Grateful for Mr. Jacob Dobbs, says Matthew Saluka. Having a chat here with Mr. Joe Fine, the Growth and Development Director at Northwestern Mutual Boston. Talking a little bit of ball here with the quarterback at Holy Cross. All right, last but not least of the names that I'm going to mention, because Jordan, your running back, he's a junior. He's got another one to go. He's lucky enough. But Jalen Coker, alongside you and Jacob, isn't as lucky to be sporting the purple for an extra year. This is your wide receiver. This is your go-to guy. I think Jalen has potential to play ball at the next level and get paid to do so. Do you share those same feelings? And again, third time's the charm. What does he mean to this football team? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jay to me is, I mean, like I said, he means a lot as well, just as much as Jordan and just as much as Dives. Um, you know, I have a unique relationship with Jalen because I've been able to play with him for so long now. And when we both came in, you know, we were on scout team together, um, just I've told that story, you know, countless of times, but, you know, just being able to come in there as two athletes, I wouldn't say football players, just two athletes and learn the game together. Um, you know, I've spent so many hours with him just one-on-one, -on -one, you know, working on our craft and he's ready for that next level. I mean, what he does on the field is unbelievable. I don't think there's another receiver in the FCS, honestly, in the country that compares to Jalen. I mean, he goes up there, he gets it. it it's, we say 50-50 jump balls aren't 50-50 with Jalen Coker, you know, find him and throw him the football. <laughs> Um, so at that point, you know, he does what he does. Everyone sees it on Saturdays. Um, and he's just an unbelievable person as well. I mean, he's, you know, he leads, um, the community working for Worcester. Um, you know, it's, it's a building, they go back and they help build the community. Um, so he's, you know, a leader in that he just gave a presentation the other day. Um, you know, overall, just a great person. And like I said, I'm a great football player, great person, and just a great teammate. Joe, you played ball at, uh, Bryant. That is your alma mater. 
which one of the three guys that I mentioned would you least want to see across from you? Is it Matthew Saluka? Is it Jalen Coker, Jordan Fuller, or, or Jacob Dobbs in a spot like this? Which one's the scariest? Uh, Jacob Dobbs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was an I-formation fullback at Bryant, and we ran a lot of ISO. And uh, that would have been me and him in the A-gap. And I, you know, I, I'm okay being a, a washed-up old retired guy when I look at him <laughs> across the line. Yeah, Jacob Dobbs is a menace. Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. Was he involved in that goal line stop uh, against Army last week? Um, unfortunately, he was not. Jacob has been dealing with a little bit, uh, so he wasn't in on that one. Um, but, you know, we should be lucky enough to have him back this week um, ready to go. So Nasty clip. Nasty clip. Fourth and goal in the goal credit, line. I give that credit to Frankie Monte and, uh, Frankie Monte and Dante Bolden. They were there for that stop and unbelievable play. Yeah, last year, Matt, you guys kicked the door down. I'll say that's how I would describe it and made your guys' presence felt in the playoffs last year. Ended up giving South Dakota State all they could handle. Why should Holy Cross be back in the playoffs in 2023? Your name's getting thrown out there. Uh, parlay it with the word bubble. So some controversy right now, but make your pitch on why the Crusaders deserve to be in the playoffs this year. Um, I would say just over the years, we've had, you know, great success, constantly making improvements every year after year um, in the playoffs. You know, every year we've been in it the last couple of years, we've gone a little bit deeper. Um, and we've had a little bit of a better team. You know, this year we've had a couple injuries and a couple of things we've had to deal with. But as a whole, I think when you look at the film, you see that, you know, we're a team who's going to fight hard and we have the, you know, we have the chance to, I mean, I'm going to say upset because we're all in that bubble at that point, but upset really anybody. Um, I don't think there's a team, you know, in the country that really would want to play us at the end of the day. Um, and so, you know, I think we're still a team that, you know, can make a run. Yeah, I wanted to dive deeper into the matchup against South Dakota State that I mentioned last postseason, a tight one. You guys more than looked like you belonged. Uh, there were points in the game where could have taken control, right? We get asked this question a lot here at FCS Nation Radio. Nobody better to answer it than a signal caller for the Crusaders. Matt, what would you say the differences between Patriot League opponents and South Dakota State who plays in the Valley? Um. You know, I would say there's difficulties to both. Um, I think, you know, Patriot League, I think the top of the Patriot League um, could run with a lot of teams in the country. Um, I don't think there's a huge step from there. I think South Dakota State, definitely, when you get into it up front and in the trenches, you know, they have a lot bigger guys, um, you know, more guys to pull from. I think their commitment to the team of being there for five, six years um, and those guys kind of staying home, playing in their system definitely gives them, um, you know, a, a little bit of a step. But I think, the, you know, just constantly playing the Patriot League teams year after year, um, you know, it's tough. It's tough to play teams, you know, every single year. Their coaches know their system, you know, they're, they they know how to scout. Um, and so I think there's definitely difficulties to both. But I think when you get into it, I think really just between, you know, in the trenches is when when it makes a difference. Love to hear it. And I'll co-sign on all of that. Hey, you guys played Lafayette a few weeks ago. And Matt, you rushed for 333 yards. It's not a typo. I'm reading it correctly. Uh, the most ever by Division One quarterback at either the FBS or FCS level. Who gets that credit, though? Is it mom and dad? passing along the good genes is it the big hogs up front your offensive coordinator who takes the cake i mean you gotta give it to the big boys up front Have I mean, to. It comes down to it the coaches can call whatever plays my own dad can give whatever genetics but <laughs> day, if those big boys aren't blocking up front and those you know the running backs the receivers the tight ends especially um you know if those guys aren't doing their job i'm not going anywhere so at the end of the day you know i give them all the credit i always will and you know i thank those big boys every single day for protecting me Joe, he went the safe route. You know, you got to keep the big boys happy up front. It's just what you got to do, what you got to do. Yep. Matt, I agree with it wholeheartedly. Uh, Joe, the charisma that this kid has, the results that he's put on display 
for the entire subdivision, everybody who follows it to see what's said about him in every single postgame press conference, every random Twitter person out there. It's all good things. Coaches shows, every media group who covers the FCS nation. For me and Kev, Kev's up in Montana. I'm down here in Florida. We hear the same damn things about Mr. Saluka. We talked a little bit earlier about what he means to the community and everything, but for Crusader Nation, you talked about him being the face as well. Is there anything that you think you missed? And is there anything that's kind of coming up when you hear Matthew talk tonight? Yeah, uh, I would say, you know, as we think about our connection with FCS Nation and with Holy Cross and with our internship program here at Northwestern Mutual, I think just sitting here and hearing Matt talk about the people around him um, and how much he appreciates what they do. And he just comes off as a guy who doesn't take all of the credit. Um, He comes off as a guy who takes the blame when it's there, but passes off the credit along to the people around him when things are going really well, like his offensive line when he rushes for 500 yards or whatever that number was. (laughs) Um, And so that is really some of what we believe in when it comes to building our program in the internship, right? We want to surround ourselves and recruit and bring in people who care about other people around them, who are good people, who are willing to work hard um, and give back and help the community. Right. And that's really the most important piece of working at Northwestern Mutual and being a part of our internship program is we help people all over the country. Right. And we want to give back and want to have empathy for the people around us. And we want to be part of a really great team. And I think just hearing Matt talk through his viewpoints on his teammates and his coaches, we can't have, think of a better person to represent what we're doing and what we're building. I could not have said it any better. That right there was gold. Joe, your future employer, Matt, is going to love your selflessness. I've picked it up in just a 10, 15-minute sit-down with you. I'm glad we're finally doing this. Glad you're a part of this because what you are a part of right now, the fight against childhood cancer, is something that tens of thousands of families around the country are dealing with. We kind of hit on that earlier. It speaks to bigger things that we have going on just to have a hand in it, right? To have the ability to use your power, not just the one you use to throw the football, but the power in which your words have off of the field. What does it mean to be a part of something like this, something this major? When you talk to mom and dad, I don't know if you've relayed the information. You said, hey, I'm doing this thing. I'm help putting a stop to childhood cancer. What uh, what stands out to you? Why does this mean so much? Yeah, I mean, like I said before, it's just an unbelievable experience. You know, I never really thought I'd have the platform or, you know, the presence to really, you know, make change like that. And so just being able to do my part, um, you know, make a have a voice in the community, um, you know, try and raise some money. Um, you know, give back and just, you know, trying to end this fight against childhood cancer. I mean, nobody wants to, you know, see families deal with that. No one wants to go through that. Um, And so, you know, just to pass it on to the younger generations and, you know, do my part. It's just been a great experience and I'm really grateful. And Joe, when you touched on this partnership uh, a second ago, all the things that Northwestern Mutual brings to the table, one of them being your guys' internship program. I mean, just the number of people who have come through that successfully, a lot of them former athletes. When you're around campuses, though, Joe, up the, up north, are, are these the types of people you're looking for when searching for your guys' future at NM? Absolutely, right? And when you think about what we've done and what we've built and what we're continuing to build, right? We're, we're a top 10 internship program year after year. Um, and the reason for that is the people, right? And, and the people that we surround ourselves with, the people that we bring in to our communities, with, you know, near our offices, we have several here in Massachusetts, Um, But it's the people who build the culture and it's the culture that creates that repeated track record of success that we've had in our internship program with really creating and launching really successful financial advising businesses. Um, And it starts with the people in the culture. um, And Matt is a great representation of that. 
Yeah, the internship program, he talked about it being top 10. Uh, that's an understatement. I, I know that's what the statistics say, but whether it's been Joe, whether it's been Chris Shankle up there on Sioux Falls, anytime I hear something about the internship program, it's just talked about in a light unlike anything that I've ever heard before. So shouts to Northwestern Mutual, what they have going there. And everybody who's been a part of our honorary captain of the week segment all season long, like I said, this is the week 12 edition. And what we've implemented is something that I could not wait to touch on. Uh, me and Joe have had this conversation before. We're going to introduce it to you, Matt. This is how we're fundraising. We, we've built it around a competition. We want one athlete to raise the most money. And whoever raises the most money gets the ultimate prize. I kind of want to get into us three and how competitive we are, Matt. I'll start with you. Is this something that gets your juices flowing on that you can beat other athletes uh, around the country in something like raising money and putting an end to something like this? How competitive of a person are you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm so competitive to the point where it's almost out of fault. Um, <laughs> but everything I do, I try and win, um, you know, in practice, in the game, you know, in school, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to win. Um, you know, winning solves a lot of problems. And so just being able to compete against other kids um, and raising money and trying to make a difference, you know, I'm definitely going to take full advantage of that and try and try my best to win. And Joe, why did we implement this? Like, why do we feel like it was important to make these athletes kind of pin their fan bases up against each other and see who can raise the most uh, cheddar? Look, we, we have a, a great competitive group of student athletes um, who have great followings and great fan bases. I know that the, the Holy Cross community and Crusader Nation is, is very active uh, with a lot of folks all around the country rooting and cheering for them. You know, there's winning and there's being competitive and then there's winning against the fight against childhood cancer, right? And that's really what we're going for is the big win, right? It's a great competition and we're going to raise a lot of money. And the ultimate goal is to create a lot of awareness um, and, you know, go to bat and fight childhood cancer the best we can. All right, Matt, now the floor is yours. You need to call out your fan base because I know you talked about how competitive you were, but you want to get the most money donated to you. You want to win the ultimate prize. But most importantly, you want to put an end to childhood cancer. Where can our audience go to help make a change? Yeah, to make a change, check out FCS Nation Radio. Um, you know, look at the right hand of the screen. You're going to see a drop down menu for Alex's Lemonade Stand. Um, you can be able to click on my name right there, um, you know, and donate. You guys know Holy Cross community. You guys know how kind of competitive I am. You guys know how competitive each of you are. Um, and so let's make a difference. Let's make some change. And, uh, you know, let's put myself at number one overall. And, uh, you know, let's fight this battle against childhood cancer. So once yeah. again, check out FCS Nation Radio on the right hand of the screen. And uh, let's go win. Right there. And Joe, there are other ways that we're fundraising as well. I know we've had this conversation about getting Matt, his big boys up front, because he knows, and, and trust me, any football player, coach knows that those big boys got to get fed if they're going to block for their quarterback and getting his entire team involved, whether it's at an event trying to raise money. What do you guys have planned or what is something in store that you have implemented for Crusader Nation and the football team? Look, we, we have some big things coming down at Holy Cross. And, and, and really, um, this relationship uh, with Matt has been terrific. And we're going to put something big on for the team and for the community down there. Um, and hopefully this is the first of many, right? The, the goal is to, to keep doing this year after year and keep raising money and keep doing great things for the community and the people. Um, so this is a great starting point and we'll keep building off it as we go. I love it. Hey, Matthew and Holy Cross are inviting Georgetown to their place. It's a noon kick. Obviously this Saturday, ESPN Plus is where you can catch it. Matt, you've obviously broken down tape all week long. Do you like your boys this weekend? Absolutely. I always ride with the boys. Is there anything on tape that you've seen that you feel like, yeah, I'm going to exploit that? Are you going to do it on, with your legs this weekend or with the arm? Are you going to kind of 
to keep it balanced like you have all season long. Yeah, let's hopefully keep it balanced. Okay. You know, a couple carries last week. So, you know, let's let's see what we can do again. Um, you know, hopefully throw it around a little bit, run it around a little bit. Hopefully the weather uh, up here in Massachusetts is, uh, you know, pretty good. So we can uh, we can do that and it'll be a great day. With the win over Georgetown, they go to seven and four. I'm going to go on record right now and say this Holy Cross team deserves to be in the playoffs. If anybody from the committee is hearing this, if FCS Nation out there who's kind of on the fence, well, go ahead, tap in, watch them play Georgetown and you'll kind of see why I stand where I stand. Four and one in the Patriot League right now. Two and two in home. So looking to make that positive, Matthew, I wish you the best of luck. But most importantly, thank you so much for giving the show some time this week. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the luck. And, uh, you know, let's keep making a difference. And Joe, let me get a score prediction. Matt, close your ears. What you got, Joe? Oh, we're going uh, 31-10, Holy Cross. Ooh, okay. Okay, a little 21-point margin of victory. I can get behind that. I'll co-sign that, actually. 31-10, Holy Cross gets it done. Joe, thank you so much for joining the show for the second time this week. Darnell Schillingford, phenomenal in the trenches for Bryant. He was awesome. He's raised a good amount of money. And Matthew will as well. Joe, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having us, Stone. We appreciate you. We appreciate FCS Nation. Yes, like Joe said, you're listening to FCS Nation. Stick with with us during the break when we get back it's the pick segment folks we've been cashing in all season long and we look to do more of that and now i gotta change my prediction that i had written down for holy cross and georgetown going 31 10 with joe thank you boys